Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> uh, future Bachelor! Yeah! I love how it sounds kind of like creepy music. <laughs> I just want you, girl, to know. That I'm famous and I've been on the radio I'll ask her out and there's no way she's saying no Cause nobody do it like me Nobody does it like me I'm the best and ain't nobody gonna stop me no. To the death you know that I'm gonna roll where I That's keep right. good sound I know it sounds good now they love that fire kid Like I always knew they would Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering some new music from Top Gals in the Game, mm. Katie's sexual pun-filled first night, oh. and Chris Harrison's departure. Whoa, and this is episode 166. <laughs> I stay on my grind. Yo, I had to start it off with that. Old Sign Money Vault Classic. Um, you know, your boy When was on. that made? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That one's a while ago. But, you know, just had to hop on my homie's remix there. Um, and obviously, I slayed that one. Thank you guys for listening. Veronica was bopping the whole time. Or at least yeah, looking at totally. me bopping. Um, well, <laughs> you know what, V? You're going to keep it moving here. What's going on with you, V? What's, what's up in your weeks? Well, you know, remember back during the pandemic when like we did trivia updates and you hated them. But yep. I feel like people enjoyed them. And now I'm back on that trivia grind. And the ladies and I are on a two-week streak of getting second place. Okay, okay. we're coming for that first place spot tomorrow night. So, you know, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, send some good vibes. Because uh, Team Laughing My Butt Plug Out, we're really trying our darndest. Yeah, um, you should probably try to see what the abbreviation of that is, but that's hilarious. It is. It's (laughs) It's LMB. P.O. Laughing my butt. That's literally, our, that's what we write on all of our stuff. Oh, wow. Um, well, that's what's up. Um, you get into anything else? Yeah. So um, my friend Michaela, um, she's a dance instructor here. She had some like other big instructors, Burns and Tansy from the Turnup Squad, come in town and host like a big event this past weekend of a bunch of dancing and then there's some yoga and um you know all that jazz so i did that all day in the you know 
very stark um, Atlanta humidity on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, dancing when you can't really cool off is for hours at end is truly a feat. And I somehow rallied from that and then, you know, went out in Midtown with the gals and you. So that yeah, that was, that was a fun night. Um, we definitely got pretty, pretty toasty, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, no, speaking of the heat, I went actually on to a shoot this past week for a major movie and it was like hot as hell out there, um, yeah. out there for like 12 hours. And, um, but it was pretty crazy. I got to meet some pretty cool stars i can't really talk about it because i signed that nda you know you know us actors we got to sign those ndas (laughs) but um but anyways uh it was pretty cool and then i ended up going to our um mutual friend julia's pool earlier on saturday which was really nice um i'm just trying to scope out all our friends pools right now who's got the best one i don't know so far v you're pretty much on top um but there's okay you You don't have to lie i mean actually i'm not gonna nice little pool i like what i got it's it's got character i like it it's beautiful around there um but there's it's hard to beat a rooftop pool which we went to Haley's apartment they had that rooftop pool which I'm definitely oh yeah yeah and I've been to that pool that's Um, fun man I can't wait to be on that pool so um I'm a pool boy this summer it's it's pool boy summer that's why I'm calling it pool boy summer (laughs) yeah Okay. I figured out what my summer is. Pool by summer. All right, cool. Um, well, V, um, you know what I'm I'm wondering. What are you watching? So I watched after seeing so many of my friends watching it and talking about it. I watched the new Bo Burnham special Inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like not like a typical you know comedy special at all. It's all self-made by him he just produced it's incredibly produced I think he did an incredible job with how he produced it and it's like him singing and doing all this stuff and it's very like reflective kind of depressing um and a lot of like satire and stuff on things that are very big with uh, everything that happened like during quarantine like you know people's instagrams like streaming um twitch streaming and stuff like that um Definitely, like, got me in my feels in some parts of it. Kind of hit a little different, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, no, I watched it, too. Um, You know, as, a like, a content creator, I was just super inspired by the whole thing, like, you know, to for someone to just like look at look, I'm in a room right now, you know, and this guy just like sets up lights and cameras and films it all himself, like, and it's just really smart and like innovative for like a comedy special, and it's just like, yo, like anyone that like you know really puts their mind to something, um, you know, and, and sets their and sets some time and a plan, like you can create some dope stuff like that, and it just was like man, I, I need to do more. Like that's what, when I was watching, I was just like, damn, I need to, I'm watching him in my room. I should be doing something. So, you know, I, I definitely recommend it. If you're like, you create content, you make music or anything like that, or you're just trying to create because, um, I think it's just well put together, not just because of the, the look of it was just really good that he filmed himself, but like the editing's on point, the comedy is funny and the music is like really good. Like, um, everything he talks about is just really like, very smart um you know the angle he's hitting it at he talks about a whole bunch of different things so i recommend checking it out um i i watched um fast and furious 9 um, okay so where is that out that you can watch it um maybe i shouldn't tell people i watched it already i was but. about to say I'm like i didn't know if it was out yet 
Uh, well, I watched it. Um, I no spoilers yet, but um, it's 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 you know apparently it's the beginning of a trilogy for the finale of this like whole f- like what are they calling it? the Fast and Furious saga? They're calling it. But yeah, what I fast, do, yeah. yeah, what I do like about it though is like they I love the way they expanded their world like and and you know if you if you were one of the people that were able to watch Fast and Furious when it first came out and and then the second one came and you're like how are they going to do this about Vin, Vin Diesel and then the third one came and that one was with completely nobody uh, it was like brand new with people and the third one with Tokyo Drift but it's just really I crazy Tokyo Drift was the fifth one uh technically it might be i'm not sure of like where it all falls in like the chronological order of it all now because i think the ones that came after tokyo drift actually happened before um the, that third movie that's yeah, how they're able yeah. to tie they, all they had to rework how like tokyo drift works with everything which yeah. is well it's just really which cool felt like a little bit of a blah to me but uh, whatever i don't know like i mean it, they they bring it all back around together they did bring the characters back from the third one i think in the last movie but they brought them back for even bigger roles in this one so look forward to that um so tokyo drift characters are all in um in this in this new movie but um what they did do at the end which i think is really genius for where the franchise came from and where it is now is at the end of the third one vin diesel does come back for a cameo for like just the end of it and just that cameo alone was able they were able to write so many stories of like why he was there on that third movie and like what happened in between stuff and and han like dying and stuff like they've like talked about that a couple times in the movie so it's just really interesting um i love cinematic universes like that and stuff obviously i get real excited but um and then the last thing i kind of watched last second i caught it um i was like oh shit that fight's on tonight was the mayweather and jake paul fight so or um logan paul fight and uh did you get to catch it or obviously you've heard of it now I've heard of it. I did. I wasn't watching it because I've never been one to watch like the fights. I just it's not interesting to me. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, but I all I know from that is that like, I mean, obviously it's done for the money, which for me, I like sports. Like I don't want to watch something that's not actually done for the sport. Yeah. So like it was all done for the money like weight class wise they're nowhere near the same weight class logan paul is way bigger than floyd mayweather and so mostly what i heard about it is that it was shitty quality in most of the streaming things i know like our friend david got like his money refunded back to itunes and stuff for paying for it because of how bad of quality it was like the stream and then um that pretty much like Logan Paul was like so tired, but he was just like pretty much like falling into Floyd most of it because he's just so much bigger than Floyd. So yeah, I mean, I it's, it's it's hard. It's hard to. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I really think they're both winners out of it. They made millions of dollars, and you know, Logan Paul will forever go down in history. Like if you didn't already like for other things but like this is like something that i think an infamy if you will yeah but i mean dude like it's just like it's just anybody could be anybody and then one day fight the best boxer ever like i think that's kind of like a cool world and everyone was pretty positive afterwards it was not like you know it's all for show before where they're getting into fights and talking a lot of smack but um you know i don't know i thought it was entertaining uh you know i wouldn't have paid like thousands and thousands of dollars to go see it there but um, no absolutely not but yeah so i mean why don't we get into i don't know quick hits what do we got yes 
Well, we just talked about the fight, which, you know, we had to talk about because it was a big thing. The internet, the internet, I feel like is still like spitting out memes about it. Like a lot of people are still just like not having it. But um, especially, well, I, I mean, what they're saying, though, is like, you know, the reason why they're thinking like the fight might have been a little rigged or whatever is because they want yeah. more fights to come after this. Like Mayweather yeah. wants to make more money fighting Jake yeah. Paul, his brother. And um and Jake Paul, man, like he's sitting there saying that Logan won the fight. Like it's it's so ridiculous. Like what world are you Bro, living I in? Bro, I hate those fucking Paul brothers so much. They're just both pieces of shit. I really they are not good people. I have like no good things to say about them. Yeah, so. but I mean, in general though, like if you looked at the stats of that fight, Mayweather, you know, landed more punches. Logan threw more punches, but like he was way low on the stats. So t- technically, yeah. I think Mayweather won the fight. But oh, um, I would, I would assume so. And I they're mean, also saying that he possibly knocked him out and held him up, like to gamer consciousness it kind of looks like that in his video i saw but um who's to i say? could see that i could definitely see that all i all the like clips i saw was just it seems like logan was just like fumbling around like it seems like he was like barely able to like hold himself up most of the time yeah i mean it was just it was just interesting to see because like you know the height difference and the weight difference obviously is like whoa what's gonna happen here but like the the training and the you know and everything that Mayweather has gone through his whole life is just it showed and um, yeah he definitely tired out Logan Paul so it was it was entertaining I would say um what else we got so we've got some new music already down the pipeline coming down the pipeline getting us hype getting us ready getting mm. us Getting us going. First off, Billie Eilish dropped her second single from her upcoming album called Lost Cause. I would love to hear a trap remix of this song because I definitely think it goes into the whole theme of like, you know, a hot girl summer as seen by her music video that she also released for it, which like her and all her gal pals in like comfy clothes and then in cute like little lingerie like pajama stuff like you know dancing around having a good time something that i feel like a lot of people don't know is that Billie eilish is actually a trained dancer like she was trying to be like a professional dancer before she um got injured really badly and like kind of was told not to dance anymore um so that's that but i thought it was great there she like had a laugh off there's a clip that went viral of like a wardrobe malfunction like with one of her like little lacy camis that she was wearing in it of like a titty almost popping out and like she laughed it off i feel like this is definitely a new era for billy eilish of just being all like whatever haters are gonna like before you know people used to be like do you see this photo this paparazzi photo of her in a tank top and now she's like whatever like i did this music video this way on purpose it was supposed to be um, like this. It's a great song. I really like it. You think so. that trap version is going to have Meg the Stallion on it? it? That would be dope if it did. I think it'd be, I think it'd be awesome to have like a, a little bit more of like a sped up version of it, like with some like beat behind it, just like to really get the clubs going. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Meg, hot girl Meg, we can now call her Ms. Tina Snow because she has come back onto the internet after like taking a hiatus pretty much like most of her stuff was paid sponsorshiped whatever um that she was posting but now she's back um she's back with her alter ego tina snow which is from like one of her earlier eps like from three-ish years ago probably that was like actually when i first started listening to 
to her was I was put on to by some of my friends from college. Like they would post her stuff and I'd be like, who is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I saw that so, she's going to be dropping a music video and stuff. Do you think it's coming this week? So she's got a single coming this Friday called Thought Shit. That's right. T-H-O-T. Shit. Thought Shit. And um, that's that's about right. I have a I have a little group chat with my friends Alma and my friend Shannon, and we call ourselves the Thought Trio. Um, and we were like, this could be our theme song, ladies. Like, hopefully. What's a thought? I'm like, I think Meg's going to. What's a thought? That yeah. hoe over there. I didn't actually know it. I didn't know that's You didn't know that? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a (laughs) lot of things, apparently. It's got Fatiana, Fatty Pippin, and um, there's like a Thotteroni. That's that's all of our little like alter egos. That's crazy. Well, um, any more music news? Yes. One of my faves, one of your least faves, Lord, (laughs) has updated her website with a very like, you know, peachy pick, if we're going to be honest, it shows like her like running across the sand, but from like this under angle so you could see her booty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, promoting her new album, I guess, and also her new single that's going to be called Solar Power. Um, we don't know exactly when it's arriving, but it says arriving 2021. Um, you know, that's all we know thus far. And I'm guessing with something called solar power, that seems very summery. I feel like we're not going to be waiting Ooh, too much longer. Nice. For I like that. that. Um, what's it called? Um, yo, did you happen to see that clip of like from Keeping Up With The Kardashians about Kim crying about her third failed marriage? It would have like... Did you see the clip? Uh, I think I saw the clip i'm like i'm trying to was it from is it from the episode that's releasing this week is it like a preview or probably I, but I, I saw it on the shade room it was it was um it was like her crying she's just like she's like i feel so stupid and like yeah, kylie's yeah. crying about behind her and stuff yeah i know and, kylie's like literally sitting next to her with the tissues like under her eyes like sobbing and stuff too and i'm like damn yeah it's pretty crazy like, um i mean damn like she might have jlo run for her money you know um, I know. Well, and, and Kanye actually finally is like um, the there's more happening with his Gap collaboration, you know, that he's doing. But I think the first thing set to release is I think this it's his birthday some- actually today. Kanye is West, it, yeah, I think it's Kanye West's birthday today. We're all recording yeah, probably. on Tuesday. He is a Gemini, um, which um, explains a lot. Yeah, and um, I'm also seeing some uh, like there's a a, a sequel officially has a script to um wedding crashers one of my favorite movies so i'm hoping that um that actually comes to fruition um because i don't know i don't know how do you feel about those type of movies do you want to see a sequel or should they be left alone of wedding crashers well movies like that just like kind of like great movies that don't have sequels that are from long ago you know like dumb yeah, and dumber like kind of like cult classics yeah. kind of yeah, um, yeah. It's like if they made like a sequel I mean, to Grandma's Boy or something, you know? Would we want to yeah, see it? Yeah, I don't it? even know that movie, so I don't even... Oh, I mean, Wedding Crashers, I feel like... Because, like, I love, like, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, but, like, I kind of... I mean, Owen Wilson's... Owen Wilson's, like, up and down the belt line every other day. Like, you could find him somewhere in Atlanta. Vince Vaughn, I think, is just chilling in Chicago most of the time. Not really sure. But, like, so I feel like that's, like... 
I don't know like what kind of vibes they would bring back. I feel like Owen Wilson's like been in the game still. He's going to be in the new um, Loki thing, uh, Loki series that drops soon on Disney Plus. And I just don't. I feel like I haven't seen Vince Vaughn anywhere. Yeah. In a while. I mean, I think it's time for the for the gang to get back together. I don't know, but um, also I was hearing Jeff Bezos is going to space. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, you know, if you got the I mean, money, I, you know, if he I keep seeing all the memes that are like, don't let him come back in until he pays his taxes, which I agree with. So <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. You're yeah, just leave go to space, up in my space. dog. Just- Hopefully, just, hopefully your employees get treated more ethically, but it's whatever. He stepped down. It's not his problem anymore. Um, he's still on the board. He still has power. Sure. It's but still his problem. There's a board. You just said it. So, um, well, what made you go yikes this week? Alrighty. I had a couple of yikes moments. So this popped off like late last week, but it was found that Ellie Kemper, um, you know, star in The Office and then star of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, was involved. Like, there's these photos that were released from this Veiled Prophet ball um, in the field, which is a thing in St. Louis area, Missouri. She's from that area. She actually, like, kind of grew up with John Hamm and stuff like that. But um, a lot of these surfaced from her being in this pageant and... It was not a good look as the Veiled Prophet organization is tied to Confederacy, white like supremacy, didn't allow like black people to participate, obviously, um, in any of their things for a long time or, you know, really anything to that nature. Um, She did, uh, you know, address it um, and apologize being like, you know, I did this debutante pageant when I was 19. I obviously had no idea the ties that this organization had to different things. And this is like so typical of like the St. Louis, like Missouri area, to be honest. Like there's a lot of like debutante, high society, very white based things in that area. Um, So, I mean, it's good that she like, you know, put out a statement and I think her apology was well done. And Titus, um, made sure to, you know, repost it and, uh, you know, say like, I'm here for Ellie, et cetera, et cetera. Cause people were looking for his, his take on it, of yeah, course, as I mean, her co-star. To me, it's just, it's just kind of a little ridiculous because there's like, there's history, you can see the history of it. Obviously, like, you know, they've made changes. It's not like the best changes or like fast enough, but way before, you know, she has been involved in it. Um, you know, the things that she was being called like online that I saw over the last week was pretty, pretty horrible, you know, for someone. You, and she said to herself, she's like, you know, it's no excuse to have like, you know, ignorance to these things or whatever. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not, but but really, though, like, you know, it's just sometimes you do like you're in a, a, a town and you, these are just the things people do. And you don't really know the history of all this stuff. Like, I mean, it, it's 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 one of those things where, you know, I, I don't know if it's like a cancelable cancelable offense here. Um, yeah, I think the Internet they, took in. Re- yeah, I was going to say it was must have been like a slow news week or something like I think the internet took and ran with it because it had been part of a thread of like KKK balls and KKK princesses and stuff like that. Even though this is not KKK tied, it's not the same, Mm -hmm. but it has like, you know, 
white supremacy confederacy types but it's not it wasn't like a clan princess situation which like my my mom has actually met like people who were like clan princesses when she went sure. to like but you to, know like, what I'm saying you know, to be journalism to, camp like, in Indiana people, right by people don't where like, HQ is people don't like look into like the facts like they just see headlines and and then she's like remembered as this forever so it just it sucks um for people like that um unless um she really was racist then you know whatever but i don't think she is uh uh v why don't we get into uh or was there anything else you said you had multiple yikes sorry yes my second yikes was um something that happened with nike and their supposed um mamba sita colorway slash special you know kobe shoe that they were doing for in honor of gianna gg for um you know her and her father's death their tragic death but the issue is it was leaked online what the shoe looked like and everything even though um after like different discussions things like that uh vanessa bryant mother and you know wife to you know late Kobe Bryant had pretty much said, asked for it not to be sold, like didn't sign the contract to like finalize the deal or anything because she was trying to work out a way for the proceeds to go to their foundation, et cetera. And it just like wasn't really working, but it was being leaked that the shoe was being produced and everything. And someone had a hands on, had hands on it and her family doesn't have any hands on any copies of these shoes. And so she's been, you know, firing back at Nike being like, how do people that aren't us have this shoe in their hand? Like what's going on here? Like, I hope this shoe isn't being sold because of like what we, you know, discussed, etc. So, um, hopefully that gets, yeah, she all- ain't playing around. She ain't playing around with their, with their memories. So don't, no. don't come at, don't come at her. Um, what's it called? Um, well, I mean, it's a pretty big week for us here because not only do we, have um bachelor stuff to talk about but it's it's just a lot of bachelor stuff like news that we got this week so um v where do you want to start let's kick some news out of the way because uh they were they're big news and it's kind of related to the season starting yeah but as we all know after katie season will be bachelor in paradise and from what we saw first is that david spade will be one of the guest hosts, uh, the main guest host during the Bachelor in Paradise season. I guess they're going to be rotating in other celebrities and guest hosts, um, which, you know, he's a super fan, similar to like Jimmy Kimmel and things like that. So I wonder if they'll cycle in some other like super fan celebrities as the guest host during this. We haven't seen a lot on who else would be a guest host thus far. Um, but as we saw at the beginning of this season and as we even heard, because this was something I had an issue with at the end of last seasons where like Chris wasn't shown as the host or wasn't the host, but all of his little voice still his voice yeah. in all the voiceovers, which they his switched. voices. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they don't even have his voice for Katie's season. Still, though, it did feel weird though. Right. Did when you heard it the first time, I'm not like knocking it. It just felt weird that it wasn't like 
coming up on the bachelor or bachelorette i know well like i didn't even like take note of it until like later into the show i'm like wait are they still using chris's voice and then i was like oh no it's not but as we know tasha and caitlin are the mentors this season and as of yesterday the news broke that chris harrison is leaving the franchise completely after you know 19 years being with the franchise um from what people are hearing or what's been going around, it seems like there's definitely going to be a payoff and, you know, some sort of like agreement that he keeps his mouth shut about different things. As we know, Mike Fleiss, the creator of the show, also isn't a great dude. So um, has his own issues and things with his wife or different situations that have happened in the past that we've talked about. But um, yeah, like eight figure payoff is You're saying like 50 insane. million dollars that's insanity yeah like, i mean you know why because he probably had so much dirt on abc like oh for sure you know he could probably just air out all their dirty laundry and that's what the lawyer came in that he was like yo look i know a lot of stuff i've i mean he's got like two decades of of working for that company under his belt so it's it's pretty incredible um how much they have to lose, I guess, you know, 50 million is, is not a, that's, that's not getting canceled. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's like someone that, you know, um, had, you know, it just seemed like they wanted to get rid of them or something like I, it, it, I don't know to pay them out like that much money. It's like, you know, when people yeah. get canceled, they usually don't get like $50 million, you know? What I'm no, they usually don't. So I would love to, I mean, I, I probably won't ever get a tell-all book from Chris, but um, we might oh, get I'm close. Oh, I'm sure we will. You think I'm so? I'm sure we'll get something. I don't know, man. There has to be some type of NDA in that little $50 million agreement there. But Oh, yeah, true. Um, But yeah, so V, let's get started with the show. You know, it's your favorite, your favorite episodes of the season, right? My least favorite. I hate <laughs> limo entrances. And I'm going to be honest, I felt like the limo entrances this time were pretty lame which i almost but like they didn't even like say that much the guy who was first from what we could see first out of the limo went like kind of deep first i i'm gonna be honest don't remember his name i think it was like either maybe it was thomas because i think he's the tall one in the brocade jacket who i thought was hot but um but he like went deep and like said so, not a lot of really nice things so I was like, damn, okay, maybe we're not going to get as many gimmicks. But then I was wrong because then there's people hopping out of, like, you know, ball pit filled trucks saying, I'm ready to have a ball with you. She seems to like some of the gimmicks, especially the ones that do with cats and sex. Which I didn't really even realize that she was that big of, like, a cat lady. Watch this. I guess I missed that. Oh, that's, that's, we're going to get a lot of that this season, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I didn't realize she was such a big cat lady. And that's why, like, she went so crazy over Connor B, I believe, who was dressed up in the cat suit. And I was like, what? I don't know like, about this like Connor B guy. That's like some furry shit, you know? It seems like, you know, people are going to be like, oh, he's so cute and nice and stuff. But I don't know. Something I don't trust him a little bit. Like, he's too, he's too, was- you know, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little performance that he's doing. I can't. I it's can't. felt. I gave me major cats um, vibes, like the the musical turned movie <laughs> yeah. turned internet disaster. Um, it, it definitely gave me those vibes. His kit, watching them kiss was 
too much for me. I felt like his kiss with her was disgusting, and I hated it. Um, yeah, even but, he admitted that he kind of like rushed into it, but she was feeling it, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I enough feel like to like get all his face paint on her face. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, did any of them impress you? Like the the limo stuff? Um. Honestly, okay. So James, James in the box. He came in a box. Yeah. And he didn't get revealed until later. And then a homeboy like hops out of the box and like I was watching. Yeah, that's a good looking man right there. That's a yeah. We saw him hop out of the box and I was watching at my friend David and Katie's and their friend Jared was there and he's like and he's never watched the show before and he's all like, oh, this guy is winning. This is the dude right here. Like actually, yeah, no, I I think I saw that and he was like like. Katie was like, do you have a crush on him? He was like, no, it's called respect. I was like, yo, homie is speaking <laughs> preach, bro. Let's go. Um, you know, it's just men bigging up other men. It Make it normalize it. Um, so I think it was a good move by him. Like when you, you know, you know how good of a move it was that he was like, I'm this good looking that I'm just going to, I don't need to like do anything but hide in this box and just pop out at a certain moment. Yeah. She's going to be like, damn, like y- you have to know you're hot. That's the hottie right there. We found our hottie That's this season. Hottie. Um, you know, there's always one at least, you know. But there seems yeah, to be actually a lot of a there's a lot of hotties on here. Um, I would say really um, okay. See, I'm gonna be honest. I I looked like at, at all the photos and the profiles and stuff before, and I was like, I'm not really into many or any of these dudes and i have to say the photos that they had with their like profiles and stuff did some of them dirty i think i liked thomas i think i liked maybe i mean i liked james um i'm trying to think how do you feel about uh um the new hosts the new hosts well are our mentors if we will i think they're adorable. I love the sister vibes as someone who's never had a sister, but has had a lot of very like close female friends who have acted like sisters to me in my lifetime. Um, I feel like they, I, there was one point that I like said in my tipsy talks that I thought was like so funny. Cause they were just like peering out the windows during like the entrances and like they gave them like, you know, popcorn and like whatever. And like Katie was like giving them like thumbs up or hand signals or, and they were like commenting on like her watching them, like as I like, kept walking. But one of the funniest parts is when uh, Cody came through, he, he's like, he looks like a very stereotypical white dude. I don't really know how to describe him. Um, but when Cody came through, like Tasha said, Oh my God, he's so handsome for her. <laughs> like, I was just yeah. Like, he looked like a jacked like, up, like Ryan Philippi or something like that. But, yeah. um, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, kind of backhanded. <laughs> I mean, I, as, as a, as a guy, I, uh, I, I did notice, I was like, Oh, these are like some good looking guys here and stuff. I mean, I didn't really see the pictures before. I was just hearing people talk about them, but, um, but, uh, do you did you see that one scene where they just kind of cut to that fight for no the fight, reason the random fight like, i thought they were gonna we go back no- and show like they, they knew each other from back home or something like no, that or there's no context to it they just literally like cut to like i was like is the one dude really drunk what's going on because it seemed like because cody was the on the other end of that fight i think the other guy in that fight was it maybe Austin? I don't know. I feel like there's multiple Austins. There's multiple Connors. 
There's, it's, they get confusing until yeah, I, I don't see know all their names. names. I feel like he was the, wasn't he the first one that came out of the limo? Well, one of them. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, they just started like hating on each other, which I already instantly saw that's going to be our villain right now. Like he has like some type of like, um, you know, anger problem. Obviously he's just like, and he also, he thinks he's like the alpha, um, you know, and the guy was like, I didn't see what happened or whatever, but like, he probably just was like one of the guys, he just seems like the type of guy that, you know, um, if someone gives him a little kickback on something, he's going to like try to beat your ass. Like, you know, so that's what it looked like to me from that fight. But yeah, it was just weird. And then you could tell like they almost try to build up that tension again between them with like getting the rose. Cause like Cody got the rose Ab, like whatever they probably it was couldn't just fit like, it in they couldn't fit it in or something but like yeah but we didn't get like any other context to it and i'm like okay like what's gonna happen it's here? foreshadowing for the next episode hopefully um one of the big themes of a lot of the entrances or just like even how they were like you know promoting katie as like you know the bachelorette from the beginning or like kind of like her little promo reel and whatever like in the episode was the whole idea of being like sex positive which i feel like this is just like another situation of like they sort of did that with like hannah brown a little bit with the whole like four times in the windmill uh they sort of did it with caitlin back like when she you know hooked up with um nick nick and like whatever and i feel like they've never been able to quite nail how to like actually like make it like understand what being like sex positive is and like instead of like just making it like so now these dudes are gonna come out and make like sex jokes like i'm like that's not it's not it but okay she like, liked it's that just, though i know she did i mean but i mean i think it will run its course soon like it can't last forever yeah i mean I don't know. I, I definitely think it's 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 going to be interesting because like the guys are going to have to know when to like like be serious and when to not like, you know, joke about that type of stuff. Like, you know, sometimes I don't know. They, a lot of those guys came on pretty strong, like the guy with a the poem. Um, there was like, you know, I don't know, like there was a couple other ones that I was like, whoa, <laughs> There's a guy like saying, you're saying this in front of America, like, like your future like job strokes and whatever. And then he pulls out his paint. Yeah, that he guy was actually talented as hell. Like, you know, what it saying? was a very good painter. Those roses looked realistic as fuck. Like, and he I got was the like, first kiss. Yeah, I think he got one of the first kisses. No, he got the first and one. The first one I saw on, on screen. Um, and then Greg, Greg was the man of of getting the first impression rose, which felt very i didn't think that was what was going to happen i really thought connor b our our cat suit man was going to get the first impression rose but i guess you know, you know is Kate, this the guy that she said that looks like one of her ex-boyfriends greg i don't know i think i don't know if she said that i don't remember i, I do remember she, her saying that she goes one of the guys comes up and she goes oh that that looks like one of my ex-boyfriends i don't know if that's gonna be a problem or a good thing that's what oh she yeah said. i think it was greg yeah um so obviously this girl has a type it's her ex but like she but she even said that she doesn't have a type because she's like if you look at any of my ex-boyfriends they all look different unless this guy becomes your next boyfriend he looks like your ex like you know what I'm saying then she can't say that anymore um so she's just kind of like being a little hypocritical there but um 
I do. I feel like you can not have a type and then maybe like find somebody else similar attractive. Like no, obviously but that you, you can't you, you can't go on national television and be like, I don't have a type. Look at all my ex boyfriends and then pick like the first dude like for the first impression was that you said looks like one of your exes. I mean that just seems a little crazy. I mean there's ways of doing it, Veronica. Don't get me wrong, but like just how it was presented. Um, you know another one that stood out to like I'm just thinking of other arrivals that stood out to me. Um, the dude that faked his accent because we've seen that before but yes, she held Andrew S. In, the, in the past the girl held it for like the whole night which was actually a pretty good move this guy just kind of like told the truth immediately well she was all like I thought it was fake like she like was all like I was like you're joking right like so she wasn't even like buying it either she was like where are you from like trying to be like hmm well that's the thing his accent didn't really match where he was from so I know but like, he tried it was, it was good Um, what about the mobile home guy Dude, she was so freaked out. She's like, why am I scared right now? And I'm like, I would be scared too. This man looks like he would skin you alive. Like I don't like his, and his RV was disgusting looking. And I was oh, Come just on, not, man. Like if you're going to bring her to your RV, like first of like, all, clean like, it up, man. He has no, <laughs> he has no self-awareness. Like, you know, you, yeah, dude. And he's eating the celery and stuff. They just gave him a really bad so edit. Um, really weird. Yeah. But he didn't make it through that first night. He was one of the ones that got sent home, which, thank God. Because I'm like, um, one of the other guys who got sent home was somebody who got, like, quite literally no, like, airtime except for, like, sometimes on his face. And he had that weird, like, old school, like, Are you middle talking about part, My Chemical like, Romance? Yes. I was calling him uh, Edward Scissorhands. But uh, yes. <laughs> what the hell? Like, how did that guy? Like, what was that look? I don't know. Like, like how was that guy on The Bachelor, Bachelorette? And I'm not. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's something really <laughs> wrong with this world sometimes. Um, this simulation is messed up if there's a glitch or something. But, um, yeah, no, I noticed that too. And, uh, you know, I, I I do think, though, like, in this first episode, we got a lot of, you know, characters to you know follow along with here um was there anything else that kind of came out of the episode that you noticed um i just like kind of going back to the whole greg thing uh i just feel like it's so it, it felt like out of left field for me that she gave him the first impression rose like i get it now like after like you know she explained why she gave it to him being all like you know opposites attract like he seemed like so nervous but I like appreciated him being vulnerable but I feel like America's already like falling for him like he's like kind of like the little like puppy dog kind of dude yeah that America's loving I for some reason I'm not vibing with him but maybe it's either. because like he did the little pasta necklace like they're trying to make him like a grocery store Joe type guy I guess, but like, because like I, I feel like they gave grocery store is. Joe that edit, like where they even made him go on Dancing with the Stars and all that stuff. Like they, yeah, they, but grocery store Joe didn't even make it past night one, so like, that's my thing. Like unfairly, I, I would know. say, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought his like his conversation with her was pretty direct. Like, I thought it was clever that he was like, you know, I got to end with my niece, and she's got like a you know, a long list of people trying to get jewelry from her. And then he's like, she's three. You know, I thought it was cute. But just how nervous he was playing it was like, come on, dude, get it together. Like, 
you know, there was the other, there was a black guy that was on there that couldn't get it together either. He was just so nervous, like that she was just like, yeah. breathe, dude. Like, whole, he just like wouldn't get close to her. He wouldn't talk to her and stuff when he was like sitting on the couch with her. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, this is the name Greg you saying with the first impression rose. Yeah. Greg, he, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think he's kind of very similar to the cat guy. Like, you know, I think they know what they're doing. They're playing like the coy, shy, nice, you know, but I don't know. Usually those, those people kind of end up showing their true colors in a couple episodes. You're like, ha I knew there was something off or maybe not. But, um, did you get anything from the preview of the whole season? It looked pretty dramatic. It, it looks like there's going to be some sort of situation where a, a, a time is cut short. Like someone's either going to send themselves home or have to go home because of extra circumstances. It seems like based on like how heartbroken she was, I feel like that's the only thing I could think of based on that. Um, and it looks like she gets close to almost like just every for these past like four seasons, all of the leads are all like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to leave. It's becoming cliche now and actually really annoying. Like, it's like, dude, I'm so sick of you guys signing up for the show and then acting like you're going to like just walk out on it. Like, give me a break. Um, yeah. Speaking of um, breaks, um, what about Blake getting his break to uh, come back on the show? I'm. I hate it. I didn't like Blake when he was on Claire slash Tasha's season. Um, I but he was thought, like the sex positive one, I guess you would say, out of that season. So then maybe that's I why guess, they're matching But like, him that's up. the thing is like I don't really think that's like sex positivity. Like that's not the same to me. That's what like, Bachelor think, is putting out as sex positivity. I mean, he talks yeah. about he talks about he made like a like a dick or something out of like play doh or something. Remember, and Katie yeah, brought a dildo out of her entrance or a vibrator or something. So they seem like they'd be a perfect couple, the the bachelor and ABC. Um, but they- I just don't like Blake. He seems too eager. And then like, also like he's the type of guy that, you know, being like, well, you owe me this. Like, that's just kind of the vibe I get from him. That's like the vibe I got from him when I, we, when he was on, the TV before I don't understand why he's going to be coming back. And I don't know how late into the season it will be. Um, what I hate about that is like the one up that bachelor nation people that have already been through the cycle. They, they not only have the unfair advantage of coming in late, but then like, they're like, like kind of like a, they got a little celebrity about them still. Like, you know what I'm saying to the bachelorette, which I think is completely unfair. Yeah. Um. But you know, we had been talking about the the twist of like bringing in more guys. So maybe he comes in with another batch of guys. He's the, might might not be the only one. I I hope not. I uh, hope not. Yeah. But um. So what are we left with? Twenty two guys. Um. At the moment, around there. No, I think, I think more than that because like how many did she start off with? Like thirty two. No, and I thought it was then, thirty. Like, one. But- Two, three, four, five, six, or left. I think she. I thought she started with thirty-two. Am I wrong? Uh, I mean, we're around that number so much, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think she's got a lot of guys to still go through. She seemed like a kid in a candy factory. Um, she definitely put it down to be like. You know, they were asking her, like, do you feel like you met your husband? And she's like, I possibly did. You know, that's the thing. Like, I feel like. 
I feel like she might be too real for even the host. Like, you know what I'm saying? The hosts are trying their best to be all hosty and ask, like, the hosty questions. She's just, like, not kind of falling for, like, the debate of these lines sometimes. Like, Well, yeah, which I don't blame her. No, not at all. But that's where I I might start seeing, like, um, something there or something, you know? Uh, Because they're... I, I mean, she seems very direct about the whole getting engaged thing at the end of this. This is like, I don't know what brainwash thing they put them through bef- from like one season to another. Because as like, you know, as as smart as like they, they put her out to be and stuff, like wouldn't she be smart enough to be like, look, like, you know, at the end of this, if we like each other, <laughs> like, you know, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I also think she's like kind of at the point of like, I'm trying to find my life partner. And like, I think that's so like, she's, I think also like production and ABC in general was all probably was already on her ass for the fact that like, she doesn't look great to a lot of their conservative audience. Let's be honest, like based on like some of the TikToks and stuff that she does on like, you know, vibrators and sexual health and things like that. And so like, they were like, oh, we took a risk with this, like, crazy gal. Like, so, like, I think maybe they could be in her ear forcing the whole, like, her saying engagement to kind of help with that aspect of the audience, potentially. Yeah. Well, um, looking forward to more of this season. So we'll have to see what uh, comes out of this. But we'll have more Bachelorette news next week for y'all. Um, and v. as always, check it out us out on at the future bachelor on Instagram. I do my tipsy talks. I save them in the highlights if you want to see them. Um, yeah, they're damn. fun. They're fun to watch along with, um, and they're also fun to watch like the next day or next through the next before the next episode. Um, v mm-hmm. is pretty funny um, when it comes to these, so uh, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, V will. We we got through all our bachelor news, right? I'm actually excited about David Spade. I, you came over yesterday to drop off some towels I'd left at your place, but um, from the pool. I'm excited for David Spade too. He's funny. He's been doing a lot of like Netflix content, like where yeah. he does like a little after show. I was, I was for some of the like big stuff, like yeah, and he's like shows. he's been like dropping like stuff about like Bachelor over the last couple of years. Like mm-hmm. he watches it, like you know, kind of does what I think you do, like a tipsy talks type mm-hmm. things once in a while, but. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of his comedy and stuff, so I think it would be interesting. I do wonder if, like, he's going to try to holler at some of these girls because he's known to be kind of like a player. Yeah, that's kind of who he is. Yeah, yeah, I could see him being like. But he's a great host. Especially, like, with Wells t- tending bar and everything, being all like. Oh, my God. I think I think it's kind of what they need is, like, a comedian to be the host of the show. I mean, because like Bachelor in Paradise is inherently like it's sort of like it's self-aware. I've always liked Bachelor in Paradise because it's self-aware of like how ridiculous like the Bachelor franchise is. And it really just like is the melting pot of all the ridiculousness and all of it. And like even like how they do their intros, like they know that it's like. Yeah, it's cheeky, but like, you know, that's, it's just funny because it reminds me of like, right, for whatever reason, it reminds me of like Justice League, how like the first one sucked and then Zack Snyder came and did his edit. And it's just really on how you edit a show together. It's the same show, but you put like beautiful music, you put the beautiful music (laughs) and like dresses. It is an episode of this podcast if you're not bringing up either DC or MCU. We just can't do it. Hey man, you have your stuff, I have my stuff I bring to the show. It's, it's what makes the show. But, um, 
you know, it's, it's funny. just. It's, I was just commenting. <laughs> no, like the filter that they can put over, like like the editing of a show. To, it's the same show. Like you put nice music and dresses and 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 tuxedos in one and a mansion, and then you put like them on a beach and bathing suits and like quirky music and stuff, and it's just. It's a whole different show, so I'm a looking lot of forward to it. Roll of crabs, yeah, and yeah. iguanas. Um, I, I can't wait for that. So that's gonna be fun. Um, v, do you have any shout-outs this week? Or actually, before that, oh, um, you gotta do our slapper of the week, our my dog. Slapper of the week. You're right. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> this week's slapper of the week comes from um, the little-known guy named uh, John Mayer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never dated another famous musician that she has multiple songs about him. Never, you know, never heard of him. Yeah, Bobby's he's like Wonderland. he's like the David Spade of music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, John Mayer uh, definitely came through with a, a banger. I really like it. A lot of people saying it sounds a lot like, um, you know, uh, Africa by Toto or whatever. But I like it. Oh, it's got that? some. It got some vibes. I um, okay, but I actually love Africa by Toto. Who doesn't? So. I think that's the thing, though. Like when you when it comes on, you kind of get that vibe of that like beat and everything. But it's called Last Train Home. I really like it. It got vocals at the end of it from you know it's got like an Eric Clapton vibe to it. I was thinking, and and they have Marin Morris actually singing like vocals at the end of it, which is really cool. I love Marin Morris. So um so yeah, check it out, John Mayer. Um, he's got his new album coming out. Uh, what's do you know what the name of it is? It's like I something don't. I forgot what it was, but um, check it out on our um, future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. Still updating that with our Slapper of the Week. Um, unfortunately, you can't get um, all my songs that you hear at the beginning of the show. I know you guys are itching for that, but um, it's called Sob Rock. Sob Rock, yeah. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, v, what shout outs you got this week? Well, I wanted to shout out my brother, Frankie, for his graduation from the University of Washington in Seattle. I will be in Seattle this weekend to celebrate with him and the fam. Congrats, bro. Which will, which will be exciting. Um, I'm really excited for that. Awesome. Um, and then I wanted to shout out front of the show, compadre, former guest, Kate Steinberg, because she will be launching some uh, some cool shirts that she made with um, how how us like Chicago landers say Chicago. It's spelled out kind of phonetically mm -hmm. um, and it's super cute. So uh, I'm Genius. excited. I bet you those things her. go far. Yes. We need to cop us some. I for sure I have to it's how I say that word people yeah. always make fun of me so I'm like fuck fucking fuck around and find out I, I I thought of you when I saw the shirts but um yeah congratulations looking forward to grabbing one um I'd like to give a little birthday shout out to our our other compadre JD Yay. his birthday was in the last week and I texted him and he was like I just I was just spending my birthday morning listening catching up on future bachelor that's what I he literally told me that when I texted him too he's the sweetest <laughs> we need to get him back on the show again um now yeah. bachelorette's back um and then also um a belated happy birthday to my brother JT <laughs> All these J, these J, you know, two letter J names. names. Yeah. Um. But yeah, JT, JD, happy birthday. JT actually is following the Future Bachelor podcast playlist, or not Future Bachelor podcast dating 
playbook. That's what I meant to say. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been updating us on some scenarios. Um, you know, he took I'm some advice. I'm telling you, an ice cream date yeah, is he a took, good time. Yeah, he took your advice from the last episode, and he was like, that's a great idea. Why don't we take this girl out for ice cream? And he has such a great time, and, um, you know, they're going to get that second date, and um, and she's really cute. So, uh, good for you. I'll give you another. we give a round of applause for him, just to, for yeah. listening to our advice. That's cool. Listening to our advice. We're just trying to get people to fall in love out here, you know? Um, yeah, man. So definitely uh, a great week for um, when it comes to bachelorettes and bachelor news and stuff. Um, that's what we're here for, for this podcast. V, uh, got any plans going into this weekend? Oh, I'll be in Seattle. Oh, when you take off? Thursday. Okay, okay. And then I'll be from Seattle. I'll be in Telluride, Colorado. Mm. For my friend's birthday. So you'll probably see me with a different background next week. Um, but yeah. Oh, you're going to be potting from out there? Yep, I will be in Colorado. We'll be potting. on different. We got to figure out the, the time change. Yeah. I mean, I I think it'll probably be easy for us to figure that out. I'm not really worried about it. Okay. Um. Well, uh. This has been our episode 166. Um, you know, we got some cool things planned for some upcoming episodes. So stay tuned, guys. We appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We love you. You know what it is. This has been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.